Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost crazy in here. Man, I was having I was having a whole back over there a while ago. Pra praise and worship. We just moving somewhere, right? Hallelujah. What a thrill to be here with you all again. I tell you. <laughs> See y'all clapping and shouting in faith for what is to be. I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> Woo! It's, it's a pleasure to be here with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim. What, what uh, level of ministry gifts you have in uh, their leadership and uh, they're such wonderful hosts. They, they look at every little detail to see if, do you need anything? It's like, you know, it's like, do you need your fingernails clipped? You know what? How can they, they just look at every little detail, right? I'm like, ease up, man. I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you for this week. Everything that you put in me over 30 years, release it to your people. Lord, you brought me and Mama Alberta into millionaire status. And you're challenging us, leading us into multi-millionaire status. Let what you've taught us be released into these your people imparted into into your people so that when we leave this place that change has happened on the inside and on the outside i thank you for financial miracles all this week lord god your spirit moving in our midst confirming your word with signs following. We thank you for that. We step into it in Jesus' name. So be it amen. amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them you're rich. <laughs> and you may be seated. Some of y'all struggled with that right there. <laughs> but by the end of this week, if you listen to me, you'll be shouting it. Can we just dive in? You know, when you go to that swimming pool and you're the first one there and the water's cold and you're sitting there putting your toe in there and you just go on and jump in the thing. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I was telling uh, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Kim yesterday, we having lunch, and I told him, I said, a lot of times I come down here, I got things in my spirit, and when I get here, God, God leads me in a direction for that. But not this time. We just came off a 21-day corporate fast there in uh, Frankfurt. want to welcome all those uh, that are watching Faith Victory Church. We're having a good time, and uh, all those uh, friends and partners around the world, uh, we're just grateful uh, that you're able to tune in and uh, be a part of this. But I was on a 21-day on a fast. We were fasting for supernatural supply, and uh, I was concentrating on Faith Victory Church. I don't know if, if maybe you you've saw some updates, but uh, <laughs> hallelujah. Phase two is going up debt free. Amen. And, uh, you know, things just we just keep seeing the seventh hand of God. Uh, matter of fact, Pastor Jonathan and Kim witnessed this. You know, we're, I was showing them the 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 slab you know and and my phone rings and I, I started not to answer it because i was talking with them then i thought ah, i better take this call and a good thing i did because it was a twenty five thousand dollar call you know <laughs> and god just continues to supply <clears throat> we just uh uh all the steel is uh in place now other than they're putting the top plate on, and then the 16 trusses, which is uh, $80,000, is all paid for, all the steel company. Yeah. And so that'll be going up real soon. And I'll tell you, that city of Frankfurt's going to say, what are they doing down there? They tried to run them out of town. They wouldn't leave. Now we're taking over the town. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we were fasting 21 days, you know, and I'm not, don't, don't take this bad because I pray for you guys every day, but I wasn't thinking about you. But God was. God was. And on the 16th day of the 21-day fast, all of a sudden he starts saying, I want you to do this, I want you to do this when you get to St. Pete. I said, okay, okay, all right, let's go. And I've had these, I know where I'm going every night. I don't know how it will come out, but I know where I'm going, right? I'm that sure. I'm not, I'm 100% sure. See, I have an assignment from God for this church and for whoever's listening that has an ear to hear, right? So the Lord challenged me. We didn't challenge me. He commissioned me to um, teach you how to become rich. Teach me, sir. 
Now, see, we got already got some, uh, uh, you know, already got, I, I can feel that thing, you know. Let me help you out. How come the church world don't have any problem when the preacher man says, okay, uh, I'm going to teach you how to become a new creation. I'm going to teach you how to become a good witness. I'm going to teach you how to become full of the Holy Ghost. See, if we can teach you how to become these things, how to become a person of prayer, how to become, then why do we always hesitate when the preacher man gets up and says, I'm going to teach you how to become rich. See, because uh, Mama Alberta and myself, we are that. <laughs> but God, in, in, in God's eyes, we ain't that. Not where he wants us. See? And so he's challenged us to uh, really go large. So, uh, you know, we've gone off the high dive again. And, you know, for those of you that may not know, uh, Mom, Albert, and myself, we gave away our eight-acre farm and our four vehicles and all of our money and jewelry and furniture and everything 30 years ago to follow the Lord. And, uh, you know, now, over two decades, uh, we have been supernaturally debt-free, living in abundance. Our church is debt-free. My traveling ministry is debt-free. My band's debt-free. Ain't no debt on this person here. And we got, we got some stuff. Now, so I'm not teaching you something that uh, I know the book says it. I ain't got it, but I know the book says it. Now, you, that's good that a preacher does that because, you know, you got to do that, you know. Praise the Lord. Uh, to get that, there was a time when I had to do that, but I'm past that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm looking at what God's challenging me and Mom Alberta to do, and I'm like, okay, wonderful. But he said, I want you to teach my people how to become rich because you know how. I know how. See? And for you to fulfill what God has for your life, for you to be a blessing, for you to... Uh, enjoy uh, everyday life, you got to have some jingle. Y'all understand jingle? Right? And uh, if it's not taught in the church, you're left to that Babylonian system out there that'll suck you dry. Right? Well, you're privileged to be in a church where your pastors are leading you in that direction. And, you know, that, that doesn't go over well with the community. Don't ask me how I know. Because when you start teaching prosperity, when you start teaching people that, that God wants them to prosper, and he takes pleasure in that, 
then all of a sudden you're a money grabber and they, they've even called it the prosperity gospel. They're a prosperity preacher and all that. And, and, and uh, you know, most of the church world frowns on that, but yet they go out of the church doors after it. Right? And, and I've discovered how to get rich God's way. So can I take you on a four-day journey? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, see, it's crazy. You know, uh, people go to medical school to become a doctor. People go to law school to become a lawyer. Well, you, saints of God, should be able to come to Bible school to learn how to become rich. Somebody shout early in here. See? So it's how to become rich. This is not, this, you're not playing some spiritual lottery. It's not like, you know, uh, well, God does that for the preachers, you know, and all this mess that, that the devil tried to jump up on your shoulder. You're going to find out what I'm teaching you over the next four uh, sessions. You're going to see that that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. You just, you, that's all there is to it. On every level, every dimension, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. See? So let's get in this thing. All right? Let's look over here uh, in John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Hallelujah. Now, that first verse is so enlightening. In the beginning was the Word. So in the beginning of you becoming rich was the Word. The Bible says, let the Word of God dwell in you richly. See? See, the Bible says in James 2, 5, Hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? Now, you know how that's interpreted. That's interpreted this way. Yeah, them poor folk ain't got much, you know, barely getting by. And, you know, they got to cling to something. And so, you know, they, 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 they walk to church. And they, they, they get to church and they just, you know, sing the praises of God. And, you know, uh, the, the, the rich folk out there, uh, they don't need God. But the poor folk, that's all they can cling to. That's all they have in this world. If, that, if, if, if that's the interpretation of that, then it conflicts with it's the will of God that all men be saved. Rich or poor. So when it says God hath chosen the poor rich in faith. See, you can, you can get rich by oil. You can get rich by diamonds. Right? 
But God's way, you can be rich in faith. Doesn't mean you have, you're, you're so spiritually rich on the inside. You got some, no, no. You've been made rich by faith. God has chosen the poor. That, and if you go on and read that, it talks about when a rich man comes in, you looking at him like that because, because you're trying to. But see, they got it from the Babylonian system. But God has chosen. That's why anybody qualifies. Right? He's chosen the poor. You want to be rich? It's in faith. See? So in the beginning was the Word, right? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? Now it goes on to say in verse 11, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. Now understanding we're talking about the Word. The Word came unto His own people. And the word, the home, his own people, they didn't receive that word. But as many as received the word. See, I'm looking for some receivers this week. That you're not going to choke on the word rich. So you've got to conquer some things if you're going to walk in this. And, 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 and I'm going to show you that this week. There are, there are certain places that you have to cross over and never return to. Just telling you. This is not one, one foot in, and if it doesn't work, I'm going back. No. This is, this is I'm all in. I shared it here before, but I used to be a gambler. And boy, when I, when I had that hand, some of y'all lit up when I said that. When I had that hand, why sit here all night and play? I got this thing. I'm all in. Right? See? Well, when you understand the hand that you have been dealt by the Lord Jesus Christ, all in. You ain't got nothing to fear. You got everything to faith. See? Now, he came unto his own, but as many as received the word. Now, watch this. To them gave he power to become. Power to become. Now, it says the sons of God or the matured in God, even to them that believe on his name. But he gave them power to become. Ooh. Now, see, that's power to become, you know, sin-free, having dominion over sin. Power to become above, uh, you know, strife and, and living in peace, above sickness. And, and power to become above uh, sickness and disease. But he gives you power to get wealth. He gives you power to become. There's an empowerment to become. Come on now. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are. All right. All things are become. But now we see there's a power. 
that is necessary to become. And, that, and the power comes from receiving the word. The word comes to you. And if you'll receive that word, even though your mind, your soul might be saying, what? I ain't never heard it like that before. Come on now. Uh, this ain't the right time for this. You know, all this. If you receive the word, Remember when the disciples were in, were in the ship and the ship was being tossed every which way and here came Jesus walking on the water, right? And they thought, they thought it was a ghost. It's, the word was coming to them, but it scared them. Because of their current situation, right? And... Jesus had to calm their jets. You understand? Calm your jets. It is I. Be not afraid. Got to get out of fear. Right? And when they willingly received him into the boat, when they willingly received the word to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. So you, you're given power to become rich. So that's what we're talking about this week. Right? So God gives us power to become. See? Now, the, the word become, it means to come into being. See? See? When, when you become something, right, you come into being. So when he gives power to become sons of God and all that pertains, all the benefits that go with that, to become that, you come into being that. You understand this? See? And what, what the enemy tries to do, he tries to frustrate you. He tries to tell you, he tries to get you to evaluate how much you've sown. Has he ever done that with y'all? Yes. 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 Huh? And the whole time, though, the word is coming at you, and you're hearing the word, your ears are open. And you're hearing it in a dimension that you never heard it before. What's happening? Power to become. God wants, he doesn't want you to be a financial statistic. Prosperity destroys a fool. Right? So what he's doing, he's equally yoking you with the harvest. So what he's doing, he's bringing to you, you're hearing it. And that's why you get so Holy Ghost frustrated because you, I know what the preacher man said. I know what pastor said. I know what the word said. I know what God said to me this morning, but look at my checkbook. But the whole time, the whole time, what you, you need to understand, you're becoming. You're coming into being something. Are you following this? Okay. Let's go a little further, all right? Now, uh, and God knows how to do that, by the way. He knows, how, he knows how to get you 
into that place. He knows how to make you rich. Yeah, he does. So quit trying to figure it out. See? So listen, tonight, I'm going to give you three things, and, and, and every, every, every session, three main things that I have learned that works on every single level. And matter of fact, you build on it, right? Now, if you're going to be rich, look at your neighbor and say, if you're going to do this, you got to know this. Number one. Now, these are must. These aren't optional. These aren't things if you feel like doing it or, or, or not. No, you, these are must. You must do this. You must get this or it ain't going to happen. It's not, it's not, you're not going to wake up one morning and go on, uh, open your front door and on the front porch there's a big sack of money. Now, that could happen if you got all these must. Are you following? Now, watch this. <laughs> Number one, you must understand it is God's will for you to be rich. No, you got to understand that. You got to be fully persuaded that it is God's will for you to be rich. And when you're fully persuaded, can't nobody talk you out of it. Can, can, can no contrary circumstances stop you? But you got to know it's God's will. Now, see, when, when Alberta and I, Mom Alberta and I, you know, out at the farm 30 years ago, uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, be listening to this televangelist uh, who taught prosperity. Because we, we weren't hearing it at the church where we were going at. We heard, you know, they take a little five-minute offering, but there, there was no messages. Certainly there wasn't no financial conferences or, 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 or uh, you know, uh, we didn't even know there was a, a thing called a prosperity anointing, right? But we're listening to this guy, and uh, back in those days, uh, it was like, okay, because I never heard that in the Methodist church. In the Methodist church, you know, they'd take up an offering for something, and it was always, you know, well, you know, you could, you could go without that, uh, you know, dinner out, you know, and, and, and take that money and put it in, and we'll send it to the missionaries. You know, it was that kind of uh, thing. It was never... It was never given out of abundance it was always you know what can you spare and when you when you when you're uh sowing sparingly you reap sparingly right and so uh i went on you know when you give away everything you got you're gonna you're gonna dig in the word See, because, you know, uh, people, people were, you know, they, they would be nice 
to to me to my face because they didn't know how saved I was. Right? But they be talking about us. And we had to establish is it God's will? Is it God's will? Not just, you know, some some people, you know, uh, uh, this or that, you know, and 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 you know if you don't in, if you don't read the Bible correctly and rightly divide it, you know you can be reading scriptures and it's like, well, yeah, but God didn't do that over here, and and but He did this over there, and and you can you can end up, uh, you know, just like, which way is it? You you got to cross over and understand. Now Romans chapter ten verse twelve. That baby helping me preach, ain't <laughs> Romans chapter 10. Are you there? Yes, sir. Now look at this. Verse number 12. It says, there is no difference between the black and the white. Yeah, hey, hey, you guys got to settle that, too. Well, it's all right for that white man. It's easy for that white man. See, you got to settle it, right? There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Now, watch this. Why is he saying there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek? Because the Jews had the blessing of Abraham on them. They're walking around being blessed by God. And here comes the Apostle Paul writing to the saints at Rome. And he's got to get through their, through their head these Roman folk that aren't Jewish. He's got to get it through their head. There is no difference between the Jew and the Roman, right? See? Because as long as you entertain, yeah, but my life's different. See, you're, you're disqualifying yourself. Remember the first thing we're looking at is you must understand that it's God's will for you to be rich. There is no difference between education and no education. Come on now. There's no difference between young and old, female and male. There is no difference. So when you read that, then understand, I qualify. So I'm going to quit cursing my skin color. I'm going to quit cursing how I was, what family I was raised in. I'm going to quit cursing the poverty that I, that I was raised in and recognize, hey, there ain't no difference. Ain't no difference between me and Pastor Philip. If that dope-head drunk can be rich, then I can be rich. What happened? I stepped out of dope-head drunk. 
became a new creation and found out that it was the will of God for Philip Derber to be rich. And I crossed over never to go back. Never to go back. Never to go back. Before I was a millionaire, I was talking to a pastor one, 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 one time before service, and he said, he was, he was, he was kind of being sarcastic, and he said, so-and-so said, you know, that uh, uh, he going to be a millionaire. And I said, I fully intend to be a millionaire. Now I am one. Right? Right? Come on now. Come on now. We're, we're crossing over. This is, we're, this, is just not, this is just, hey. Now look at this. In Romans chapter 10, there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord. I don't have a different Jesus than you do. There ain't no white Jesus, black Jesus, red Jesus, brown Jesus. Same Jesus. Come on now. The same Lord over overall. Overall. Is what? Shout that word. Shout it like an army. God's the one who put this in here. Now we gave away our farm. All of our vehicles, all of our money. I'm searching these scriptures. Man, I need, and, and at that time, I need gas in the car. Now, you got to understand, we were making $80,000 tax-free a year. Y'all know the story, right? Come on now. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was over 30 years ago, right? Right? And all of a sudden, the Lord says, give all that away. Come follow me. You remember when he, when he called the disciples out? He said, come follow me and I will make you to become fishers of men. Power to become. Power to become. See? Now it says the same Lord over all is rich unto all. Stop right there. The same Lord that's over all is rich unto all. Not any, many, many, mo. He loves me, loves me not. Come on now. Come on now. Are you following this? The same Lord that is overall that he looks at and there ain't no difference between you and I. The person right next to you. See? You may be in here and you might have God's blessing you and you, you know you're knocking down six figures a year. Right? Most people, that's their goal. Six figures. Let me help you out. 
What happens when you get to the seventh figure? Does anybody know? Have you ever have you looked at that? It's a million. What are you going to do with a million dollars? Oh, man, if I had a million dollars, I'll tell you what. If I had a million dollars, oh, my God, if I had a million dollars. Woo! See, you won't never have a million dollars. You don't understand that a million dollars. Listen. All right, now you tithe off your million. You got 900,000. And if you're married, right? There's the wife's cut. <laughs> you guys just look straight ahead. You know it's true. Mama Alberta the other day, she comes up to me. And she said, honey, I left my wallet. Give me some money. And see, I was at the house the other day, and I'm just walking over on her side of the bed. She got this cup over there. Hundred dollar bills rolled up in there. Checks up there on on her bureau that she hadn't even deposited yet. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, all right. Praise the Lord. See what see why a million ain't going nowhere? Well, now watch this. You, 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 100000 for your tithe, right? And then, you know, if you have any kind of heart at all, you're going to give a first fruit offering to your pastor. Right? 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 Well, it's weak in here, right? Watch this. So that's another 100000 Yeah, I wouldn't give no 100000 You won't ever have a million. So now we're down to 800,000. Now we got to have two new cars. We got to have two new cars. Right, Robert? We got to have two new cars. So, you know, 50,000 apiece. Now we're down to 700,000. Now we got to, it's time for our dream house. Right? Right? And we're just going to be conservative. 500,000, right? That's just, you know, now we're down to 200,000. Yeah, right. Right, right. Right. You gonna You gonna be What? What? Then pastor gets up here and says, Hey, we putting a new roof on my roof. And what's going to happen? You're down. You're down to a hundred thousand. Now you're putting a squeeze on that, trying to keep because that was that was your right off into the sunset. You thought. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got to think right. See. See. 
the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. How can you call upon him without having heard? And how can you hear without a preacher? So they got to be a preacher. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Come on now. And faith for being rich. Somebody got to preach this thing. See, and I'll tell you what, you take heat for it. I've lost friends. I've lost sons and daughters in the Lord, right? Why? Because I refuse. I've crossed over. I know what the will of God is. See, if somebody takes you out to eat, invites you out to eat, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, it's a pretty nice restaurant, and they say, hey, whatever you want, uh, get it. Right? Right? Most people, they see that $120 entree, and they're like, let me get over here and cheeseburger. Come on now. Watch this. Watch this. And they order the cheeseburger, and the host orders the $120 entree. Right? Watch this. They were not fully understanding the will of the host. My kids? Hey, hey, we, we had lunch. We, Pastor Ed and Debbie's with us this week. Right? And we went, we went to have a, a quick lunch with them, and uh, we're ordering, uh, you know, appetizers, and they know. They know me. I'm their dad. Right? Have y'all ever seen me with lack? Have you ever seen me uh, put, put the limits on whatever? Never, right? Now watch. Watch, but now this is a perfect example. I thought about it when it happened. So, uh, you know, I ordered us up a bunch of chicken wings, right, for appetizer, right? And I said, you know, whatever you guys want, get, you know. Well, Debbie's over, and Debbie, 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 Debbie sees him poppers, <laughs> them jalapeno poppers. Right? But see, she knows dad. She's not going to leave out there without them poppers. Because if she gets out there and says, man, I, I wish I had them poppers, I'd have looked at her and said, why didn't you get them? She already knows the answer to that. She knows that her spiritual dad is rich to all her children. How much more our father? Come on now. You got to understand God's will. That is his will that you be rich. And here comes the theologians out of the woodwork. Y'all say, Mon. 
that's spiritually rich. Oh, really? Then, uh, theologian, you scholar, you, I'm sure you had a Greek course in the seminary that you were in. And uh, you remember this word that rich means plutio, to become wealthy. Be increased spiritually. No, with goods. Be made rich. Now, uh, 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 that, oh, it come from 4148. Plutiso, to make wealthy. Make rich. Oh, that came from 4149. From the base of 4130. Wealth as fullness, literally money, possessions, abundance, richness, valuable bestowment, riches. Somebody shout in here. You'd have to rip that page out of your Bible. So when I discovered that, watch this, I just began to call upon him. Okay, God, I'm calling on you. Teach me how to profit. I'm turning off. I'm not going to lean to my own understanding anymore. Direct my path. Help me understand and comprehend your system. See? But if you're going to do this thing, you got to understand not 90% or that, or that slithering Babylonian snake will always get back in there. You got to be 100% convinced, fully persuaded that what he has promised, he is able also to perform. Come on now. Now, that's, that's number one, right? You still all right? Number two, you must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. Boy, this is a big one. This is a big one. You must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. Now, see, I, I knew that it was the will of God for, for uh, Christians to be rich. But I was still battling with Jesus was poor. See, Jesus was poor because of how I was taught growing up. Poor, poor Jesus. He's so poor that he was born in a manger and all that, right? And uh, Mama Denger, she's in heaven now. And uh, she took me and Alberta. She, she, didn't, she didn't know much about the Bible other than uh, love your children. And she just loved us. I mean, when everyone else jumped ship, when we were auctioning off the farm, Mama Denger was right there. She, she would call, because she knew me. 
I used, I used to break into her house and steal drugs. See? She gave me a bath, you know, when, when our house burned down and all those kids were, to, were, were farmed out to our neighbors. I ended up at Mama Denger's house. So uh, she bathed me, spanked me, but we had Pop-Tarts and Pepsi-Cola for breakfast. My goodness. We did, we did. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, she would call me son of God. Son of God. You know, and, and, and uh, she gave me th this tape. She said, honey, I think you might want to watch this. And uh, she, she gave, yeah, she gave, it was a yeah, VCR tape. That's how long ago this was. And it was a man by the name of John Avanzini, looked like a mobster, right? And this is way back in, in uh, 89, 90, right around in there, right? And I'm, I'm, I know that God wants us rich, but Jesus, in my mind, still poor. And I don't know, I don't know how to juggle this. I don't know how to get over this, because who am I? That uh, if I'm a joint heir with Jesus, then, uh, you know, maybe God wants me poor, right? You know, just, you know, all this. And, and the enemy's slamming me, see? And so uh, she gave me that uh, VCR tape, and it was, it was so old. It, it, he, he's sitting in this little office thing, and it, 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 he had a 15-minute program. And so these were 15-minute uh, takes all on this one VCR. So there's probably like uh, eight uh, teachings on there, and the title of it was Jesus Poor. And I sat down, and I'm thinking, well, I'm going to watch this because Mom gave it to me, you know, and I put it in there, and I went berserk. I'd never heard that so well explained about Jesus. Now, I've had the privilege of preaching some conferences with Brother John. And uh, <clears throat> he sent me a white suit. <laughs> sure did. But, uh, matter of fact, he came up to me in one conference, sat down, we were sitting on the front row, and he said, uh, what's the Lord telling you? I said, well, the Lord showed me this right here, uh, right here. He said, that's good. He said, I'm going to preach that in Creflo's. I'm going to Creflo's next week. I'm going to preach that crap." <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm just reaping where I've been sowing you, right? <laughs> sure enough, that's a true story. I was sitting beside him in another conference, and he had these Prada glasses on, these sunglasses, right? And, 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 and we're sitting there, we, we're sitting there, and he leans over to me. He said, uh, you like these? I said, I don't even know what Prada was. <laughs> right? And I said, those are pretty nice, John. He said, they're yours. <laughs> Something happened to me when I put them babies on. And I want, I want everybody to see. 
And just as soon as I got like that, the Lord had me give them away. You ain't ready for them. But I got some now. So, I listened to Brother Amazidi touch on, was Jesus poor? And so I started digging in this thing, and as I dug into it, boy, I mean, now that thing really coming alive, and I found out, are you kidding me? I've been deceived all this time. See? And, you know, you, and, and those theologians, bless their darling stupid hearts, they, 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 they explain away the power to become. You know, and, 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 and just want you to just stay in some kind of state. Now, they don't live like that. No, no, no. I ain't never seen a poor theologian. Even the ones that say they, they've taken a vow of poverty. Hello. Come on now. <laughs> now watch this. Go with me to 2 Corinthians. You must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. Until the cross. See? My goodness, he wasn't on the planet 60 seconds, and he's got the Magi hunting him down. Come on now. Come on. I mean, I, you're taught well here. Pastor Jonathan, I know, has expounded that to you. But see, you must understand. This is not one man's opinion. See, that Jesus was never, never poor. It's real easy to understand. It's real easy to get this when you understand. The Bible says, uh, if you hearken unto the voice of the Lord and obey him, all these blessings will come on you and overtake you. Did Jesus ever sin? So, okay, God, you have to go against your word now and keep Jesus poor. He couldn't keep the stuff off of him. Man, he cast the devil out of a gown, and all of a sudden, she's, you know, that she's following him around ministering out of her substance. Come on now. He, he had supply. You know, you know the thing. He had a thief stealing from him, Right? But yet it didn't slow him down at all. He's got an entourage that he's feeding and, and lodging wherever he goes. Come on now. Yeah, but that was Jesus. And he just supernaturally makes bread and fish multiply. Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But all these blessings came on him and overtook him. Watch this. Jesus couldn't stop them from coming. He would have to sin 
to stop the blessing. You think Abraham was blessed. See? That one fellow looked at him and said, are you, are you the son of the blessed? Why would they say that? Because he's sitting there decked out. Goes in front of Pilate, are you a king? Hello? You don't ask that question unless you got some stuff happening. Come on now. You must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. If you look at Deuteronomy 28, you know those first 14 verses are blessing, and then 15 on is cursing. You'll find in verse, what is it, 29, I think it is, that uh, it says, Deuteronomy 28, 29, You shall grope at the noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. And watch this. And you shall not prosper. I mean, that's a, that's a, he didn't have to say nothing else. You shall not prosper. That's in the curse. You shall not prosper. You shall not prosper. So... As Christians, we're supposed to be the blessed. I mean, you hear, how you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed. Right? Well, uh, what's your prosperity thermometer? I mean, if we were to give, if we were to stick, if we were to stick your that prosperity thermometer in your checkbook, would it even register? <laughs> See? Reality. Right? So, under the curse, you shall not prosper. Under the blessing, blessed in the storehouse, blessed coming in, blessed going out. I mean, just blessing every which way. Right? Right? Now, we're, t we're looking at, you must understand that Jesus was never, ne I mean, you got to know that, never poor until the cross. That's one of the biggest lies that Satan has got the church to believe. Right? How many of you heard that before somewhere along the line, right? Poor, poor Jesus. See, and when you're taught that, and then all of a sudden you have this awakening, remember, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. You fill in the blank, because sons of God is everything that Jesus provided, all the substitutionary work. We just happen to be talking about rich. How to become rich. See? 
Now, uh, understanding uh, second, oh, we didn't, second Corinthians 8. Are you there? Look at this. Verse 9. Now, you see, you're supposed to know this. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Now, see, that's interpreted that he came out of glorious heaven down to this poor, poor earth. No, 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 no. Again, he was sinless. And God, God's not going to change his word. All these blessings are coming on him and overtaking him. See? Are you following this? And it says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He, grace is God's ability to come upon your inability. Right? So, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, he didn't have the ability. To be poor. It was impossible for him to be poor. He would have to sin. See? But he accessed grace. He accessed grace. Come on now. God's ability. Oh, it was agonizing. There he is in the Garden of Gethsemane, the oil press, where he has to lay down the anointing. Gethsemane means oil press. Father, if it be thy will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done, right? And for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Come on, somebody. Come on, Passover. And so he accessed an ability to become something that his character didn't qualify for. All of that. Not just so you can get your rent paid. So you can get a new muffler on the car. Way beyond that. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. There's another page you're going to have to rip out of your Bible. <laughs> Yet, for my sake. He did that for Philip Derber. He did that for you. He did that for whosoever will call upon his name. I feel the Holy Ghost in him. He became poor that you, you, 
through his becoming. That you through his poverty might be rich. He went to the lowest of lows. So you and I could go to the highest of highs. I hate poverty. I hate debt. I hate lack. And God hates it. Now follow this. We just saw in Deuteronomy 28, 29, you shall not prosper. That's under the curse. It's under the curse. That's the curse. Right? All right. Galatians. You must know that Jesus was never poor until the cross. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curses, and hanging on, curses everyone that hangs on tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that may, we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now let me help you understand that even beyond where you are. Jesus became a curse, correct? He became poor, correct? We found out the curse is you shall not prosper, right? Jesus had to become you shall not prosper. Substitutionary work, he had to do that. So understanding that, let's read Galatians 3.13 like this. Christ hath redeemed us from thou shalt not prosper. Being made a thou shalt not prosper for us, for it is written, thou shalt not prosper is everyone that hangeth on a tree. He became poor. He became. He came into being so that we could become. Come on now. So, number one, you must understand it's God's will for you to be rich. I mean, you got to cross over that. I mean, you got to settle that. And not because... Uh, Pastor Philip says so, and Pastor Jonathan says so. You got to know that. In the world that you live in, where everything's screaming, finances, buy me, credit here, do this, don't do that, you can't, never will. You got to know. You got to know. 
that it's God's will for you to be rich. You must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. Now the third one. You still all right? You must understand that the blessing works for anybody who connects to it. Oh, my, my, my. You must understand that the blessing works for anybody, anybody who connects to it. That keeps you from disqualifying yourself. I must understand that the blessing works for me if I'll connect to it. Come on now. Come on now. Now, uh, Proverbs chapter 10. Simple, right? But I watch people miss it all the time. Proverbs 10. And verse number 22. The blessing of the Lord, it makes goosebumps run up and down my... Boy, we had church this morning. Boy, I felt them. Right? Right? Lack is embarrassing. It is. I'm just telling you how it is. You got to make excuses. Or it just beats you down and you just become that kind of conversation. You just accept that that's the way it is. No, it ain't. See, you must understand that the blessing works for anybody who connects to it. Connects to it. You got a bunch of loner Christians out there that uh, they all I need is Jesus. <laughs> Let me see your checkbook, honey. You need more than Jesus right there. You need what Jesus provided. You ever, you ever hear people say, "All I need is Jesus." Well, then quit, quit asking Jesus to pay your rent. If all you need is Jesus. Well, that's what I mean. He's, all, he's everything to me. He never wanted you and I to do this alone. We're a family. And the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Now, I, me and Mama Alberta, we got a hold of this young. 
And we started partnering up with uh, blessings that we were seeing evident on different ministries. And uh, the anointing that I walk in today is a mixture of all those anointings that we sown into. See? And uh, the blessing makes things happen. They just make things happen. Your faith makes things happen. But the blessing on your life just makes things happen. It says right there, the blessing of the Lord maketh one direction only. Come on now. This is one directional. It didn't say the blessing of the Lord has all these different directions that you can go into. One direction. Come on, somebody. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. See? And so when you understand that, then you start learning to recognize the blessing, reverencing the blessing, sowing into the blessing, desiring the blessing. See? Because the blessing is way more than you run in the aisles. I mean, I like, I, like, I like feeling good in church. I mean, a while ago, we were, we, 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 hey. Right? I'm feeling good. Right? But, you know, you can feel good and go out of your broke. See? We're living in a season where everything has, has shifted. Everything is... Me and, me and Mama Alberta, we understand it's the appointed time. We've been believing God for two decades for phase two to be built. God showed me that 20, over 20 years ago, right? But now it's the appointed time. Now things are coming into uh, manifestation at an accelerated rate. And at the same time, he's challenging me and Mama Alberta to go into multimillionaire. See? And all these, these principles, these steps are so, they work at any, any level. Any, any, and, and you'll see as, as God, if you stay with it and God promotes you uh, accordingly, you'll go back and, and after I'm long gone and you'll see, you know, okay, well, here it is again. Here it again. These are the must. I must do this. See? And what God does, boy, I, I got to keep, I, I, I'm wanting to go to Sunday. And I can't go to Sunday. <laughs> Let's stay right here. Let's stay right here now. Come on now. Y'all trying to pull me to Sunday. No, 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 no. I know what I'm supposed to do. Now, watch this. Watch this.
the blessing, you ought to be seeing the blessing on your leadership continually increase. See? Now watch this. It's no coincidence that you're putting a new roof on this church. It's no coincidence that we're putting a new roof <laughs> on our church. Right? I was down at the job site, the construction site, and uh, the Lord called me over to the new foyer going in and standing on that new foyer, it's about eye level with the old roof. That old tin roof. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Whoo! How many times I wanted to replace that, but I knew that we were going over the top of that thing, so we just patch it and patch it and patch it, just like some of y'all with your finances, just patching it. <laughs> Got a leak here. I mean, we'd be, we'd be in the church having a, having a service, and all of a sudden water start dripping in, in the sanctuary, right? Then we send Pastor Desno up there with a bucket. Patch it. Patch it. Hello? It's interesting that you got this roof project. Now watch this. <laughs> I'm, the Lord, Lord just called me over to that corner where I'm looking at that. He says, look at that roof. Right. And boy, I mean, it's just, it's just fragile. That tin has been there. It was there when we got there. And we've been there, what, 25 years or almost, you know. No telling how long it's been there before. Yeah. Tin. <laughs> like you put on a barn. Yeah. This is a rich, rich, rich preacher here. And the Lord said, you see that 10? I said, yeah. Now listen to me. You're going to get a revelation. He said, you had to change the covering that was covering your ministry. The covering that you were under was always patching this up, patching that up, patching this up, patching that up, and it stayed old. You needed a new covering. Now watch this. And he said, you it. The apostolic. See, so here you all are. I didn't call him up and say, hey, you know, y'all need to put a new roof on down there. I don't mess around with that. This is just, he hears God, right? But I find it real interesting, right? I believe it's prophetically significant because the blessing, you got to connect to the blessing. Let me, let me help you out. In explaining this because the more we grow 
in the blessing, the faster the harvest return and the greater the harvest manifestation. Our yard years ago, uh, it needed help. And I, some of you heard the story where we have a creek behind our house. And, and so I went down there and I hooked up a water pump. I run electrical lines down there, Chris, and went water, water, water pipe all the way from the creek. I mean, I'm a country boy. We just pump it right out. We just pump it right out of the creek. Everyone else, all the neighbors got these fancy, you know, sprinkler systems, right? I know how to do this. See, I already went down to the city. And I said, uh, uh, I'd, like to have, I'd like to have an agriculture meter, meter put in because that's what my neighbor said. You got to do that and, and for a sprinkler system, right? I went down there. I thought they'd just going to put it in. They said, no, you pay for that. I pay for that? Yeah, and then you pay for it to hook up, and then you pay for the sprinkler system. Well, I knew that. No, no, no. Water pump. Garden hoses. Right? Now, you got to understand, how far is that creek from, from, from my yard? Maybe 100 feet or something? Right? And so, hey, I, we, got, we, we, got, we got that pump in that creek. We got pipes running up there, and then, then I got all these fancy Garden hoses coming up there. Now I gotta run it to the backyard, side yard, all the way to the front yard. No problem. I gotta run electricity all the way down to the pump. Man, I fired that baby up. Look at here. Didn't realize that I'm pumping all weed seed that's in that creek all over my yard. And the whole time, the Lord's up there like, okay, rich man. Now, y'all laugh at Pastor Philip. But see, I got a pocket full of money tonight. You might want to, while you laughing, you might want to understand. <laughs> man, I had the best looking yard of weeds that anybody ever had. Then I come find out I was trespassing that we didn't even own that down in there. And the Lord's like, when are you going to do something about this thing, right? And so, you know, hey, now we got six zones, sprinkler system. I mean, like... Uh, 40 heads or something like that or whatever, you know, and, and, and we, we sodded the whole yard. Got that? Right? And guess what? It works great. All it took was money. See? God didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. God's not asking you to pay for it. He's asking you to believe for it. See? And so, <laughs> this year, we, 
our, our willow tree, our weeping Babylon. That's what the name of the willow tree in our front yard is. Weeping Babylon. I love it because it's always crying. As we're prospering. Weep Babylon. <laughs> but because, it, because of its shade and everything, there, it, it, it has spotted my yard, right? So uh, we have uh, uh, a gardener come over and look at that. And, and uh, you know, I don't, want those, I don't want those patches, right? Right? And, uh, you know, so they go through the normal motion of scratching the surface, you know how you do, and aerate and all that, you know, and then seed, and then you water, right? And then in two to three weeks, uh, you know, grass, right? But uh, we had a big rain come in, just washed all the seed away, right? And so the person working it said, I got an idea. So what's that idea? I want to go back out there, put seed down, and then I want to put potting soil over it. I said, I like it. So they did that. Now watch this. Watch this. The wind can't get rid of my seed. The water can't wash it away. Come on. And it's, and it's got rich covering. The covering changed. And in five days, I got grass coming up there because the covering changed. I'm telling you, the covering has changed. The covering has changed. And as the covering changes, the blessing changes. And if you connect to it, it makes rich. Yeah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout somebody. You see that? He's going to put some potting soil on you this week. I didn't say pot soil. Are you still okay? Yes. Romans chapter 4. See, how Mom Alberta and I, we could stop where we're at and uh, live ever after, not happily. But we live ever after. We don't, we don't. <laughs> Bills and things like that, they're not even in the picture. You understand what I'm saying? We don't sit there and, how much is this bill? How much is that? We don't, we don't, this, this, we're at a place where all that is swallowed up. In in uh, harvest manifestation, you understand what I'm saying? But that is not what we're assigned to do, and it would be unfair to all of our partners for us to stop while they're moving up 
all of a sudden everything stops. And they're wondering what's going on. See? Are you following this? Now watch this in Romans chapter 4. Verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even God who makes alive quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they be. As though they were, as though they be. Who against hope? There's a whole bunch of folk out there ain't got no hope. The world won't give you no hope. The only hope they'll give you is consolidate. Mm-mm-mm. That world does not want to let go of you. We had this girl in our church years ago, and uh, she came up, and she's going to sow a seed, believing for X amount of money. I said, good, wonderful. That's what we do, right? And so we believe we receive in Jesus' name. Oh, my goodness. She calls me up the next day. Pastor, guess what? What? God answered that prayer. I said, well, wonderful. It was like 35000 something like that. I said, praise be to God. Yeah. I opened up my mail, and there it was. All I had to do was sign it. And, uh, yes. Now, you all know what I'm talking about, where they send you that, you know. Oh, you all know about that, huh? Isn't that God? Deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. See? No, I'm. I'm see, you, you, I'm talking about these are these are things that you have to get established if you're going to uh, move in to being rich. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, you bring your tithe up here, got the music playing, you know, ha, 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 glory be to God. I mean, you know, it's more than that. It's more than that. See? And, it, and, and to understand it, then you can make adjustments uh, that are necessary. For instance, if you, uh, when I said you must understand that Jesus was never poor, Right? Right? Then, you know, if you had that little, just something over here, you know, just, eh, you need to get rid of that, eh. See, it's got to be 100%. This got you all in, right? Right? Now watch this. Who against hope, believe in hope, that he might, he might. So it wasn't abracadabra, poof. It was a becoming process. Come on now. That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So, so, so we can get something. We can personalize this. 
See, whatever rhema word you have received. Got it? That is what you can become. Right? No matter if it looks hopeless. What has God said? Remember, he came unto his own. And his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. Right? And so Abraham, the blessing of Abraham, wasn't this automatic thing just because he obeyed him. See? God told him, I will bless you, and you shall be, you shall be, you shall be, you shall be, not automatic. You shall be a blessing. See? Are you following this? Now watch this. Whatever rhema word you have received, right? Watch this now. Who against hope believed in hope. All right, let's just take that part out. We understand that. Abraham, that he might become, become what? What God said. That he might become according to that which was spoken. That he might become according to that which was spoken. That you might become according to that which is spoken. That you might become that which according to that which was spoken. Now watch this. So shall your seed be. When God gives you a rhema word and you sow a seed on that. So shall your seed be. Your seed shall be what? According to that which was spoken. What? See, God been speaking to you before I got here. Come on now. God been talking to you before I got here. I just come in here walking in an anointing, walking in a blessing. Come on now. In front of you to expound some principles to let you know there shall be a performance of those things which were spoken unto you. And Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become that which was spoken. That he might become that which was spoken. That he might become rich. That's what happened to him. He became rich. Yeah, very rich, it says. Are you following this? So shall your seed be. Okay. Now, whatever rhema word you have received, whatever God has spoken to you, so shall your seed be. You need a car. God's spoken to you that you need a car. Are you following this? You've gone to God, that old clunker. He's, he's got you back and forth. 
right? But now, you know, it's, it's time. Come on now. And the Lord's just moving on your heart to step out, right? Believe me for it. Believe, believe me for it. Not that place that says no credit, bankrupt, no problem. Come on now. Come on now. You, you need to understand. Oh, my goodness. You quit pulling me in a Sunday. <laughs> right? Because I want to just come on over with this thing. But uh, we, got, we got to lay this down. We got to lay this down. These, these, these must. These three must. What's the first one? Got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, that, that has to be settled. You have to be established in that. You have to, you have to know that you know that you know. And nobody can sit you down and talk you out of, well, we care about you. We, we, you know, we know you're going down there to exceeding grace church. We know, we know, we know, we know. And we're here to help you because we love you. Oh, or one of these. Uh, we used to go to that church. And boy, I tell you what, we don't know what freedom is till we got out of there. Be not deceived. Evil communications, corrupt good manners. Folks, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I love my brothers and sisters and my friends and my sons and daughters, but I'm not going to stop moving with God because they don't understand. I have sat in front of God. I have been preached to and I have preached and I understand that 100% that it is 100% God's will for Philip Derber to be rich. Now, I make no apologies for it. None. Number two is what? That right there, man, that thing held me down for so long. Right? And the third one for tonight was what? Got to know that. Because then, then comes a respect for the anointing. You know how many people disrespect the anointing? Who do they think they are all, all that up there saying they're rich and that if, they, if people sow into them, they're going to get blessed? Who do they th disrespect for the blessing? See, he came unto his own. His own received him not. But to them that believed, to them gave he the power to become. I have the power to become. Oh, I'm coming into being. You're looking at a millionaire, but you're going to look at a multi-millionaire for long. Oh, yeah, a millionaire is great, but I'm talking multi. And see, me and Mom Alberta, 
we know how to do this. We've gone off the high dive this month. See, for us, maybe not for you, for us. But we've sown seed this month that would pay for that roof. See? Well, why don't you just pay for the roof then? You need to take care of God's house right here now. God's giving you opportunity. That's all you need is a white man come in and pay for the roof. Adding all that to all the stuff going on. <laughs> see? But we know how this thing works, see? See? Whosoever will may come. <laughs> Did you get anything out of that tonight? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let, 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 let me put these, these, these final scriptures up here uh, because it'll make you appreciate your pastors. All right? Uh, Jeremiah ten twenty one. Put that up there, guys. Jeremiah ten twenty one. Did you, did you get that in emailed to you? All the different translations? Look at there. For the pastors are become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, therefore, they shall not prosper and all their flocks shall be scattered. Now, look at that word brutish. Right? Look at the definition for brutish. Resembling, befitting, or typical of a brute or beast, strongly and grossly sensual, showing little intelligence or sensibility. We ain't talking about the sheep. We're talking about the pastors. We're talking about the shepherds. Now, 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 look at these in different translations. Look at the modern King James Version. Look at this. For the pastors become stupid. And have not sought Jehovah, therefore they shall not be blessed. There ain't no blessing there. See, so they have to manipulate the people to get money instead of giving them opportunity and challenging them into the anointing that they're walking in. See, I, I rest. I rest in what, what's on my life. See, I know, I know when seed is sown into me, I don't have to go in front of God and say, oh, God, please, please, please make this happen. It's, no, it's on me. The anointing of increase is on my life. See, and I can give you testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony of people that have connected with it. Well, right there. They, they, they have connected with this, and boom, something happens, right? That's the modern King James. Next version, please. CEB, the shepherd kings have lost their senses. And don't seek answers from the Lord. This is why the church doors are closed. They have failed, and the flock is scattered. Next one, please. For the pastors are become carnal and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they did not 
understand. And all their flocks scattered. You know, oh my God. There's a pastor back in our city that come against me. At that time, he had one of the biggest churches in our city, five, six hundred people. And for Frankfurt, that's big. And uh, he got up in his pulpit and he said, Philip Derber's just like Kenneth Hagin and Kenneth Copeland. I thought to myself, praise. <laughs> This this is this is uh, eighteen years ago, something like that. So you know what I did? I sent that church a check. You know what? That check never came back. <laughs> but now. Somebody told me he's on television right before I am. And I thought to myself, let me just check him out. Oh, Jesus. I felt so, so grieved. Here I am flourishing. My church is doing great. He ain't got no church no more. He's trying to make this little... TV program happened, and it's like, oh, Lord. It's, 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 it's pastors that don't understand. Pastors, and see, people attack what they don't understand. Instead of just saying, hey, I don't understand that, enlighten me. That my eyes and my understanding can be enlightened, right? Are you following this? I think I got one more translation. For the shepherds, what do we got? Our leaders are stupid failures. <laughs> because they refuse to listen to the Lord. See? The next translation, please. Is there one more? For the shepherds become dull-hearted. And have not sought the Lord, therefore they shall not prosper. That's the new King James. Oh, we got another one. Next. Don't have it. C-E-B. There it is. The shepherd kings have lost their, lost their senses. That is why they have failed. I remember in closing, the Lord told me one day, he said, Philip, it's impossible for you to fail. I said, what? He said, it's impossible for you to fail. I said, okay. And he said this, for you to fail, you'd have to unlearn everything that you know. 
you'd have to stop confessing my word, stop studying the word, stop going to church, stop giving, stop, 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 stop. And you ain't going to do all that. No, I'm not going to stop any of that. So it's impossible for you to fail. It's impossible for you to fail. As long as you stay with it, it's impossible for you to fail. Come on now. So this week, this week, we're going to go, get over these things. Now, you do a little checklist in yourself. Because by the time Sunday gets here, we're going to be rocking and rolling in here. Amen? Are you following this? Okay. Say it one time. I didn't even have to tell you what to say. Come on, shout somebody. Come on, why don't we give God a big shout like we just received something from him that's going to change our lives. Come on. Come on, give God a big shout tonight. Hallelujah. I am rich. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know that 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9, if you, if you read it in the New King James Version, where it says Jesus became poor, it then says so that you might become rich. It's this process. Y'all know one of our favorite scriptures around here, Genesis 26 and verse 12 in the New King James Version. What did Isaac do in Genesis 26 verse 12? Wait, wait, what did he do first? That's what we're getting ready to do right now. We're going to sow in that land. We're about to sow into that good ground. And then we're going to reap a hundredfold in the same year. And the Lord blesses. What, what does the blessing do now? What does the blessing do? Did y'all hear that tonight? It only goes one direction. I'm like, what? It, the blessing only, only knows one direction. It's rich. And then what happens in verse 13? The Andersons began to prosper and continue prospering until we became. You know, I thought that I thought people spend, people will spend $5,000 to go to a weekend seminar. To be stupid to learn from heathens how to prosper five thousand dollars i mean and do it with with and then then i'll tell you hey and we what we gonna do and then you can buy your little book here but if you really want more information uh it's it's gonna be twenty five thousand dollars if you want all the real materials and then people borrow the money put all their credit cards So, so all we're going to do is sit here this three days, three nights, and come back Sunday and just receive. And when we receive, we're going to connect 
and we're going to do just like Isaac did in verse 12. We're going to sow into that land. So get your seed out right now. Come on. Get your seed out. Just seed out. Well, I'm going to wait this Sunday. Don't wait this Sunday. Start troubling, troubling the devil right now. You wait this Sunday, the devil will talk you out of it. Start troubling the devil right now. Matter of fact, what you can do with your seat right now is put the devil on high alert. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out of all that mess. I'm coming out of all, all of that lack, all that poverty. I believe in the Lord my God. And I believe his prophets. So I'm going to prosper. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want you to understand how blessed you are to be in this house tonight. To be able to hear and receive this message. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Number one, I must understand. Come on. For me to be what? Rich. Number two. I mean, it's amazing what people say. All this kind of stuff about Jesus being poor and homeless and no place to lay his head and just all this stuff that people say and it's been a trick of the enemy to keep God's people poor. And so if he's poor, you got to suffer with his suffering. No, he never suffered poverty till he got on the cross. And then number three, Anybody, anybody, anybody. I like that. It doesn't, doesn't matter whether they're educated or uneducated. Glory to God. We're being educated this week. We're being educated in the in Holy Ghost University. This is a weekend course in Holy Ghost University. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. It's course 502B, How to Become Rich. You ready to sow your seed in the good ground? Come on, deacons. Father, thank you so much tonight for giving us the privilege to receive from you revelation knowledge that will propel us to another dimension in our finances father thank you because we understand the lord that there's a purpose behind all this this is not just fluff for us to feel good not just for us to have things and enjoy you you said we can have things and enjoy them that's what you want us to do but lord you have a, even a greater purpose even beyond that and so i thank you that god as we sow our seed we are putting the devil on notice that we are abandoning his system abandoning this world system and we are coming over fully into your kingdom system of operating. And God, I pray that each, every giver tonight, Lord, as we put our heart into this word, for you said where our treasure is, there will our heart be also. We put our heart into this word. Let it produce in us 
which you sent it to produce. We thank you, Lord, that we are sowing into good ground and it will produce in the same year 100 fold in our lives and you will bless us, we pray. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Come on and give with joy tonight. the Lord we like Abraham are becoming what was spoken and it's been spoken over us the prophet is declaring to us this word and we will become hallelujah and it's, I don't I don't believe that and you can correct it I don't believe it's gonna take a long time we're moving into an accelerated time. It's, it's, it's God's time. The covering has changed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord about that. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. It won't be long now. Come on, it won't be long now. Praise God. Acceleration is about to happen in our lives. Praise God. Now, tomorrow night, prayer, 6.30 p.m. And then uh, service kicks off right at 7 o'clock p.m. Don't wait till 8 o'clock to get here. Come on, get in and uh, get in this atmosphere of praise. Remember, praise, praise creates a habitation for visitation. And we want a visitation from the Lord of hosts. The Lord of angel armies. The Lord of financial transactions. And he's the one that will be ministering to us on tomorrow night. Amen. So be here on time early. Bring somebody with you. You know somebody needs to hear this word. All your cousins. All your neighbors. All your co-workers. They need to hear this. So bring them with you. Amen. amen. Grab hands about the next to you. Our Father and our God, thank you so much again for giving us the privilege and opportunity tonight to be in your house. Thank you for what we have received. Father, and I pray that the word that we receive would take root in our hearts. That, Lord, it won't just be rote memorization. But through meditation, God, it becomes a part of us because what has been imparted into us tonight, God, becomes part of who we are. And it begins to, to produce and we become 
that which was spoken. Now go with us as we leave this place. Thank you that angels are already assigned to us to go with us and thank you that we found our homes and our families, everything in order, nothing amiss. I pray that God that you bring us back tomorrow night, continue to keep us and as we come back tomorrow night, we come hungry and thirsty for more. We know there's more, so we want more God. Speak more to us God that we receive from heaven tonight and, and tomorrow night, on Friday night God, thank you that God, that even, even the anointing will, intend, it will, will just even intensify every night God until Lord we just just burst open God at the seams thank you father for what you'll do bless and replenish our man of God pour into him strengthen him with might by your spirit and his inner man we're going to continue to give you all the praise and all the glory for it belongs to you we pray in Jesus mighty name amen man God bless you we love you we will see you on tomorrow night go out and be a blessing Everybody pause. Freeze. Freeze. What's that challenge that y'all did the that freeze challenge? Today, huh? It was mannequin challenge. Man, thank you. Thank you. Pauline, come up here real quick. Where's Pauline? Today is Administrative Professionals Day. Pauline is our administrative professional. Keeps our church running in proper order. We want to just show our appreciation. Pauline, we love you. Come on, give her a big hand. Thank you. Thank you. God bless God and enjoy the Lord. Be blessed and be a blessing. See you tomorrow night.